Hello, awesome people. How you guys doing? I am your host, Janine Marie Wildheart, and this is The Warriors. Um, before we get started, let's praise the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father God, you are awesome, you're majestic, you're King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are you are Jehovah Jireh, you are Yahweh. And Father, as we dig deep and drink deeply of the Word of God, I pray that you hide me behind the awesome cross of Calvary and let the Holy Spirit just slay the enemy in two and his goons as well. I pray that this series will be of you and not of me, and that you get all the honor and glory and praise for it, in Jesus' name. I am starting a new series next week, and we're going to pull apart the first part of this series today. I'm going to give you spoiler alerts, and I'm going to get you ready for next week, which... I am psyched about because this book that I want to just be sex is something I know a lot about. I dealt with not being loved. I, I've been loved on by friends, family, but not the love of Christ. You know, when I say that, I mean, I never knew the love of Christ. I knew that there was a guy that went up to the cross and died, but I didn't know him. When I say know him, believe, and have my lifestyle change 180. So, the book that I'm dissecting is The Love Worth Giving, and it's by Max Licato. And I have read this book three times. I have read uh, his books, and they are fruitful. Um, they are very, very awesome in Christ. And they help with the journey in Christ Jesus. Um, he has a church. He's a pastor um, in Texas. And he's the best seller on the New York Times. And I have followed his books. And in the mornings, I listen to his encouragement stuff. His encouragement on his website. And, man, for a guy that's older than me... I'm 44. I don't know how old Max is. I really respect the man. Um, he is married. He has kids. Um, he, Oak, Oakview, I think it is. And what he teaches is straight from the Bible. And I, res like I said, I respect this guy. Um, if he want. Google him. He's very sweetheart. And I haven't met him. I would love to. Because his first book, Jen Miller's, and the view of the cross as well. So with that said, we're going to dig deep. So, 
Let's buckle up. And that's the, it talks about a love that we desire. And it talks, it breaks down 1st Corinthians 13, the love chapter. And we use it in weddings. And it's a chapter that talks about self-sacrificial love. And if you think about what it says in the book, I mean, in the Bible, it says love is patient, love is self-sacrifice, love is all that and more. And it, at the end it says hope, faith, and love in the greatest of these love. And the book, it talks about Putting our name in the midst of the port where it says love is patient, love is blind. Let example, if I say Janae is not patient, uh, I'm far, far away from patient. I I can be rude at sometimes. Yeah, love does not boast. Hey. With the rest of the world, I both put your name in that and see how low you are. It's, it's amazing. And then replace your name with God's name, with Jesus' name. It makes you wake up. And then at the end of that chapter, the first chapter, he talks about we desire, people may leave you hanging. People may left you at the altar, but so forth. And then he says, listen to what heaven says. God loves you. If he didn't love you, he would not send his son Jesus to die for us on a criminal cross. And Jesus was not a criminal. He was a man that was true to what crap. Got it? Good. And if we let him in, it will give us a love worth to him. Drink deeply and breathe his life in you. You know, in my 44 years being on the earth, nobody has ever pleased me more than God. I felt like I was not loved. And that left me in depression very heavily. And if you look up the word depression, depress, mean impress you down where you don't want to do anything. But be in the dark and feel like nothing, like you are like a hermit. You don't want to be around people, you want to be in the dark, practically you want to die. And that's what depression is. It ain't no God. I thought God was using it for his word. So a friend of mine said, Janae, that's the enemy doing that. I thought God was using it for his word for sometimes. I had I, I thought I had the key to the kingdom when she said that. And I'm like, how do I break through from that? Because I prayed about it. I fasted about it. I asked God to take it from me. And he, he told me the rest of me. 
when I got to the church in Georgia, I started feeling live. So, last night, I'm going to tell you a story about the love that I wanted that's in this book. I have resentment. I had bitterness towards my dad. I put in a song that makes me cry. It does make me cry. I mean, I it made me cry. And God said, I want you to let it out. Let's just say when that song came out, my the tears flowed. Everything that I had told my dad was let go. And I forgive him. But there's still a lot of me that needs to heal from it. But do I forgive him? Yes, I do. I really do. To be honest with me and God, I really do forgive him. And I'm going to Christian counseling soon. Trying to get my that part of my life resolved and let the burden go. And there I'm not gonna be one hundred percent but God God is awesome and sovereign to heal us through the pain. And you know, it's it's really not a curse. It's a walk of strength. So we talk about God's love but we question if if God is such a loving God, why does he let people go through what they go through? You know, in Philippians four thirteen, not four thirteen, um, second Corinthians twelve, nine and ten. Back up to verse eight. Paul is in chains, right in this chapter ran the book of Corinthians and he said there was thorn in his side from the enemy and he said he pleaded God three times to take it away and he said and God told him he said you will go through hardship persecution ever for everything for the glory of God for when I am weak and I am truly strong you don't know what God is bringing you through. While he's going through this unfailing love, God, why is he letting bad things happen to good people? I learned a lot about that. Some things we don't question. Some things you don't even want the answers. Sometimes we make choices. Dixie Quack. I have a dog, so... But you might not want the answers to that question. Sometimes life throws curveballs at us. And it ain't God. And sometimes we question God why. And you know what? Usually the answer is because I love you. If you watch Evan Almighty, I love that movie. That's one of my favorites. He asked God. He 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 was running for governor. I mean the Senate 
in his town. He moved them into nice ways. Got in this, and God shows up. I want to change the world. And a great example of God loves. And he's doing what the world wanted him to do. When God wanted him to be Noah, the ark, people started questioning him, bashing him. As he transformed Noah, he started to realize what God was doing. And his wife walked out on him. And he said in the first part, he said, why me? Why this? He says, why? Because I love you. And when his wife walked out, because she thought he was insane, he goes, he goes outside, he goes, he said, why this? I know, because you love me. And, you know, we do a lot of, us personally, God chose us, and people laugh at us, because we wanted to do the right thing. But the right thing ain't always God's thing. God might want you, you might want a top-paying job, but God might want you in the Amazon spreading the word of God. And you could doing the wrong thing, at least, to you being bankrupt, losing your house. Money, it says money is the root of all evil. It's good to have it, but it ain't good to mold to it. You know, I, I, I've seen what money does. It ain't no beautiful thing. Less is more. So, that is a good thing, but our choices reflect. So we blame God for our choices. But also life does, life does throw curves. Mom might get sick and then in the hospital. And, you know, she dies and you pray that she gets better and she's ready to go home. And you're like, why is God making this happen? God didn't do it. It was her time to go. And we question, this is God's love? And when a child dies, especially when it's a child, we question God even more. And we blame God. You know, children are precious. I have seen a lot of babies. And I'm one of them that always wanted a child. I wanted a baby girl named Delilah. Do I represent God from not giving me something? I got a child sitting in the corner right now named Deepsy. She's more like a child than an adult. You know, it's, it's, we question God. And you know what his, and when we ask, where, where was you when my son died? And he's going to tell you the same answer that he tells everybody else. When my son died, I was right there. I was watching The Shack last night. And if you guys haven't watched the movie, watch it. Talk about losing the kid. And it's very spiritual. What he said is what he, I'm telling you. When my son died, I was right there. 
find them. We go through stuff to make us stronger. And we don't realize that. You know how many people I have dated in my life that really wanted more than, didn't want what I wanted in a relationship, meaning love, cherish, and everything that 13 talks about in Corinthians? A lot. Mostly they wanted sex. And I thought sex was love. And it ain't. And I thought, okay, this is what love is. And God showed me this thing the love that I want you to have. Love is not the bedroom thing. Love is something that is more powerful than you and me. It can leave you with love worth giving. And that's sex pressure love. And there's a lot of people I dated that didn't want a sex life for me. I was giving, 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 but I wasn't getting nothing back. You know, it's hard when you get the tough love thing. It works on different occasions, but when you're not feeling loved and appreciated, it, it, it don't fit in. And a lot of you guys are probably asking that question, why don't nobody love me? God loves you. He loves you with a love worth giving. And if you let it, it will fill you and make you feel so awesome. Because there was days, to be honest, to be transparent, there was days I wanted to commit suicide. When I, my second marriage fell, I was in my living room. No, I was in the dining room. And I had two friends there. If it wasn't for them, I'd probably be dead. I was going to OD. Because I was like, why don't nobody love me? Am I that bad of a person? I been through the ringer with love. I I love I love the message of love. I love the word of hope and faith and all that. But sometimes people don't love you back. You know you know from example everybody knows I'm a Dolph Ziggler fan. I love Dolph Ziggler. I love watching Russell. I met the guy. He's very nice. Very sweetheart. And he helped me up the steps. That's how sweet he is. <laughs> he is a comic. He's beautiful. And he knows sign language. So, man, I got a lot of But one of the... What is that? One of the... Um, one of the skits he does, I'm going to call it skit, promos that he did, was with the Miz, Mike Mizenis. And you could see him on Mrs. and Mr. Miz and Mr. I don't know the show, but you can watch Miz on USA. And he's friends with Dolph Ziggler, best friend, nickname, that's his real name. 
and he does this skit, but it's real, you know, it, it's like art imitates life, and he says, I, I work hard, and I give, and I give, but sometimes it doesn't do bad, and people ask, why do you, why do you do this? Why do you eject yourself to this? And he said, I try to stop. It's, it's like a sickness. I can't stop. And, and he, and he was almost in tears. That's how real it was to me. But it's so true with life. You give yourself, you give, you give and give, and sometimes you're not going to get it back. And you're waiting for the carrots to come to you. And you go through brokenness, you go through hell, trying to be the person that people want you to be, and you don't get nothing back in return. Except getting complained at, and also feeling left one a lot. And how I speak boldly about that because I've been through that. I am going to take place. Because you give and you give and you want that love returned and you're not going to get it back. Unless you love God more than you love yourself. You're not going to get nothing in return. This world will chew you and spit you out. This world is about self. I'm going to tell you right hand, I've been part of the world. It's nothing but an orgy and a lot of letdowns. I was promised when I was in my teens. I was 18 when I wanted to move out on my own. You let kids get on their own at the age of 17. It took me till I was 30 years old to get on my own. I was promised a place of my own by the world. And guess what? Promises get broken. And a lot of bridges got burned because of that. And a lot of things happened between then and now. The world cannot give you the love that God gives. I think the world ought to prove that. And I believe God proved it more when he sent Jesus in this world, taking BS from everything and giving us salvation. So my my question is, do you want that love? Are you just gonna settle for less but the world's best the world's worst? The world ain't gonna love you. Ask Kurt Cobain. Ask Michael Jackson. Ask Britney Spears. Ask Justin Bieber how much the world loves you. They walk through hell. 
And some of them are in the grave right now because they thought the world loved it. The world, the world is corrupted with false advertisements and lies from the enemy himself. So my question with closing, what love do you want? And John 3, used to quote it every day as young people. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Do you want that love or are you just going to settle for less but the world worse? That's right. Father God, thank you for helping me with this series. I pray that it be anointed and why do you just go crazy with it? I pray that people will accept that love, the love that produces fruit, value, and healing. Father, I pray that people will know that love and know it ain't a curse. It ain't hard love. It's a love of sacrificial. The sacrificial one God. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys, I love you guys. Have a very awesome hump day. Be blessed. Be loved. And I think you're awesome in Christ. And let the love of Christ be with you always. I'm Janae Wildheart. And this is Gloria signing off. Do it,